you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, October the 28th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. My first guest, 6'1", 235. 859 tackles to his name in the NFL, including 90 tackles for a loss. I love that stat. Uh, 18 forced fumbles out of this young man. At one point, he ran off three straight Pro Bowls. He's been a first-team All-Pro. He's been a Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's been the best new addition to our NFL Network family this year. He's Thomas Davis Sr. Hello, TD. How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) Mr. Davis is joined today by a woman who entered the world in New York, was raised in Miami, eloped to Mexico, (laughs) and settled for association with us sinners right here in Inglewood. She is the host of NFL Total Access. (laughs) She is MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Hello, Marjorie. The intros get more and more elaborate every week. It's amazing. (laughs) I am NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and incidentally, MJ directed my attention this morning to a Dominican drink known as... Can you say it for us, please? Mama Juana. Mama Juana. And I highly recommend that everyone listening does two things. One, check out Mama Juana on Google, (laughs) because... That is a recipe revelation. And two, avoid drinking Mama, Mama Juan at all costs. At all costs. <laughs> Look it up. It'll make sense when you do. Okay. On this episode, we will pick every remaining week eight game scores included. We will get stat projections from Cynthia Freeland and streaming quarterback advice from the fantasy hot sauce merchant himself, Adam Rank. But let's start with an outrageous suggestion that the beleaguered, embattled, heavily criticized, and heavily doubted Green Bay Packers can beat the Buffalo Bills Sunday night in Orchard Park in the TA game of the week. Bills coming off a bye. Packers coming off a third straight loss. On paper, this one's a no-brainer. It's the biggest spread on the books this week. Mm. Buffalo favored by 10 and a hook. Mm. But Thomas Davis Sr. sees a path to victory. Unlikely though it may be, for Green Bay, we call it a three-point stance, which is nothing more than window dressing, for a three-point plan, giving hope 
to the green and gold. Okay, TD, three points. Are you ready? Deep breath. Let's make it believable. Point number one, you say get your RB1 and your RB2 back in the game plan. Please explain. Absolutely. They have to figure out a way to utilize Aaron Jones' ability you know, to, to just run the ball out of the backfield or to catch passes out of the backfield. They get motion, Aaron Jones on the right side, flipping to Jones around the right end, gets a block, yes. to the end zone, yes. to the touchdown! Thunder and lightning going around the edge. And you talk about getting the running backs involved. He's a very, very dynamic running back. He's one of those guys that can you can leave on the field for all three downs, but they don't have to leave him on the field for all three downs because you can also add in A.J. Dillon. He's a very complimentary piece. He's a guy that's tough to bring down. He runs the ball extremely hard, and he's built literally like a, like a bodybuilder. So he's one of those guys that, for defensive players, it's always tough when you try to figure out a game plan when it comes to tackle him, and I just don't know why they have not utilized him. Uh, MJ, what we are seeing in terms of the roster – the five guys on the offensive line, same as last year. Same quarterback, same running backs. Now, obviously, there is a giant hole in the wide receiver room. Yeah. However, when it comes to running the ball, let me throw a stat at you and tell me if this is as strange to you as it is to me. If you look at the list right now of the top rushing teams in the NFL, top to bottom, the Green Bay Packers rank 18th in terms of rushing yards per game. Hmm. Last year, when they won 13 games, and won that NFC North handily for the third straight year. Do you know where they finished in rushing? 18th, exactly where they are right now. So what is the problem? You are calling it a disconnect, and I think you're absolutely right. A huge disconnect. And I'm also wondering if it's, if it's a mental aspect of the game. Are they overthinking this situation just because Devontae Adams is gone? I mean, the combination of Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones not only sustained me for the entire fantasy season, but also won me the championship. And humble brag. won them, yeah, <laughs> not so humble brag, won them the division. So I don't understand why they're not utilizing that. It works. It can't possibly be that you're so disheveled from losing Devontae Adams that you're completely ignoring a huge asset to your offense. Okay, point number two for TD is really hand in glove with point number one. Point number one is get your running backs going. Point number two has to do with the offensive line. Talk to me. They have to figure out a way to, to just get some kind of chemistry going with this offensive line. Rodgers in the gun. Three receivers right. Rodgers takes the snap, looking under pressure immediately. Hit and sacked by Quinnen Williams. Back inside the 40-yard line of Green Bay. They have had no answer up front for the pass rush of the Jets. Fourth sack of the game for New York. A loss of 13. Wow. You watch game in and game out. Aaron Rodgers has been under pressure. He's been under duress on his back. And no quarterback in this league, not even the two-time MVP, can literally win you a game while he's trying to figure out what's going on downfield with the new receivers when he's under pressure and on his back. So this offensive line has to do a much better job of just doing, giving him time. They have to make sure that he has the opportunity uh, to see what's downfield because he don't, like MJ talked about, he doesn't have Devontae Adams in that room anymore. So he has to figure out a way to find who he's comfortable with at the receiver spot. And as it turns out, he has less time to do that than ever before in his career. I did a little deep digging into the stat world. 2.48 seconds. 2.48 seconds is the average time to throw that Aaron Rodgers has been given this year. That is the fastest by far in his career. 2.48 seconds. 
he has always been a quick release, quick thrower of For the sure. ball. But under two and a half, that is not by design. That is not by choice. That is because he has a wall imploding around him. This is a real problem for him. This is huge. The last thing any cornerback wants to see is that offensive line block just collapsing before him, especially a guy who feels like he got banged up last year a little bit, even though they had success um, there. But for any QB, especially a guy who's a former MVP, who remember last year when all we could say was it's Super Bowl or bust yes. for the Packers. Yes. What is it this year? Especially with all the struggles that they're going. Yeah, yeah. It's unreal. Without a doubt. And and, and again, as TD mentioned, you take Devontae Adams out, somebody that you have a an unspoken chemistry with, this kind of, you know, this very nuanced understanding mm -hmm. with. You take him out of that equation, and you give a guy a quarter of a second or more less per snap to make a decision on what is happening downfield right. uh, with guys that he doesn't trust. That is a major, major problem. Uh, incidentally, 2.48, the second fastest in the league this year. Do you know who the fastest is? I'm scared. Tom Brady. Oh. Knew that was and, 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 and it And it, it, uh, and it stands sense. to reason, doesn't it? Yeah. Because we have criticized very heavily two offensive lines this year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Through no fault of their own, they've struggled through a lot of, a lot of injuries, but yep. they are not fixing that problem, and the Green Bay Packers. Both of these older quarterbacks given less time than ever to throw the ball. That can't be good. Point number three is a particular player who was roasted, if we're being honest, <laughs> by the Heineke to McLaurin gambit in yeah. week seven. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to throw. Rainbows right side for McLaurin. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown. Over the shoulder catch to beat Jair Alexander. He has to get back on track in week eight. Not an easy task when you consider his opponents in week eight are Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, who are invited to multiple moves on every exhausting down by that freak at extending plays named Josh Allen. Who is the guy you're looking at in that corner? And that guy is Jaya Alexander. I love Jaya Alexander and the way he plays the game. He was given, no, I won't say he was given. He earned a really big contract this offseason, um, rightfully so. But he just, to me, he hasn't really lived up to that contract billing. And especially, like you just talked about, last week's game against Terry McLaurin, he, Terry did whatever he wanted to against Jair. And that's not something that we're accustomed to seeing. In order for them to win this game, Jair has to get out. He has to not only defend guys, but he has to take the ball away. He has to give them extra opportunities. And I never would have imagined that the Green Bay Packers would be the number one passing defense in the NFL sitting right now and them struggle the way that they have defensively. Like, I never would have imagined that that stat would be true, but it is. They are the number one passing defense, and Jair Alexander is a big reason that they are, but he just still hasn't played up to the capabilities of who I think he is as a player. Jair Alexander, uh, MJ, this is not exactly a get-back game for him. No. Right? He goes into <laughs> he goes into Buffalo on Sunday night to play arguably the front-runner for the MVP in Ooh. Josh Allen and, uh, and two guys who are playing out of their minds in uh, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. Not an easy task, but that is TD's point number three. Can it be done? In theory, it can. Will they? I... I don't think they will. I just I think the the power of this Bills offense is going to be way too much for what the Packers are bringing, uh, and especially the way that they've been playing. I mean, it's just it's too much all at once on a team that's rolling and that has been consistently solid and continues to improve somehow in this Bills team every single week. They are scary. 
They are scary to con contend with. And I think um, Roger said it himself, like, oh, we're set up to be exposed. Aren't you already? Aren't we there? Yeah. We're there. Yeah, they've been exposed. Um, but, of course, there is hope. Thomas Davis Sr. has given us that hope in the form of a three-point stance in summation. Point number one, get your running backs, both of them. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon back in the game plan with intention, with real intention. Point number two, protect your damn quarterback mm. offensive line. And point number three, Jair Alexander, we see you. We believe in you. It is time to prove why this Sunday against that vaunted Buffalo Bills passing attack. Okay, that's how the Packers can do this. The next question, will the Packers do it? MJ just asked it a moment ago. Don't answer it in this moment, but mm -hmm. the look on TD's face suggests to me that even he isn't buying what he just tried to sell <laughs> cheeseheads. Find out in Game Picks, still to come. Okay, what is next for us? An examination of what is next for Tom Brady. That will do it. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have lost three in a row, five out of our last six. And the Buccaneers will drop to three and five. Ravens will improve to five and three with a 27-22 victory. Thomas Davis, you know this better than anyone, that we non-professional athletes have quick twitch muscles too, just like you. Unfortunately, ours live in our hands, and they allow us to very quickly point fingers and place blame. Well, let's not. Let's not. Today, let us open our hands in a way that says we are both willing to give and to receive information. What is that information? One, what did we learn last night? We know that Lamar Jackson is a very difficult man to predict and even harder to defend. What did you see from Lamar Jackson that you liked? You know, I seen a quarterback that went out and he struggled in the first half of the football game, but he never lost his, po his composure. He never lost his poise. And he ultimately, in the fourth quarter, led his team to a victory. And I think that's one of the things that you have to be able to do as Lamar Jackson when you're trying to show your team and, and, and convince them that you deserve to be the highest paid quarterback in this league. You're going against literally the GOAT, the greatest quarterback of all time. And I know he's not essentially lining up and playing against Tom Brady, but it's Tom Brady versus Lamar Jackson on a Thursday night. And we've seen some really, really bad Thursday night football games. But I think the way that they were able to go out and, and like, play for a full four quarters and really get that job done, even after losing his favorite target in Mark Andrews, to still find ways to get other guys the ball. And Isaiah likely stepped up in a big way, and they were able to win the game. But it was literally because of Lamar Jackson's ability to run around and create. Jackson takes the snap, fakes the handoff, drifting backwards, running to the right, fires back at the end zone, caught! Isaiah Likely, touchdown Ravens! Broken play, off script, he moves the pocket, he's running to his right, he finds his receiver in the back of the end zone. It is a play that we would play time and time again and give MVP plaudits for if Josh yeah. Allen were to do it, if Patrick Mahomes were to do it, if Aaron Rodgers were to do it. We're seeing Lamar Jackson with a skill set that is incomprehensible to me because we keep almost attempting to give him limitations. And time and time and time again, he proves to us, guys, I have no limitations. Yeah. Stop looking for them. They're not here. Number two, what did we learn? We learned that the Bucs, well, we were reminded. We didn't learn it. We were reminded, MJ, that the Bucs cannot run the ball because they will not run the ball. 15 rushing attempts on Thursday night, 44 total yards, 61 now average rushing yards a game this year for the Bucs, by far the worst in the league. You've just told the Packers, hey, mm. do what worked for you last year. What are you telling the Bucs? 
I think for the box, it's a they have to do a deep examination of the adjustments that need to be made. I think sometimes not only do you struggle to accept that you need to make adjustments, but then actually implementing them into that. There's a whole lot that isn't working in Tampa, a whole lot. And we see it week after week, despite even though in the last few minutes of the game, Tom Brady tried to be the Tom Brady of your, yes. we see brought it in within a score, um, but you can't live off of that. And you certainly can't win off of that. So now is the time. I, I mean, we're just about halfway through the year. It's not like all is lost, but they got a very small margin here to actually figure this out. I don't know that the Bucks can this year. Tom Brady, 26 for 44, 325 yards and a touchdown. Now, if you just look at that on paper, um, you know, 18 in completions, not great, but not a bad stat line. Mm -hmm. But the eye test says, tells something different, doesn't it, TD? It tells a different story. We saw three batted balls. It felt like more than that. Mm -hmm. uh, two of those in the fourth quarter. The, in terms of the eye test, this was a fail, an epic fail. It just looks bad. But again, I don't want to just point fingers. I want to seek solutions. What is a solution as you see it, TD, for this Bucks team? You know, the solution really is, you know, figuring out a way to, to get the offensive line to play better. That's that's where it starts at for this Buck team. Number two, they have to figure out a way to get their receivers all on the field at the same time consistently, not just sometimes. You have one game where you have Mike Evans. Then you have another game where you have Chris Godwin. Then you have one game where you have both of them. Never a game this season where I've constantly or consistently seen all three of the guys, Julio Jones being that new guy that I'm speaking of on the field with those other two guys. And when you have situations like that, you're never going to have the, the correct timing that you need. You're never going to have the um, correct offensive cohesiveness that this team needs to be successful and one of the reasons why they can't run the football is because of the offensive line play it has been so bad they are not confident in it and Tom Brady had 26 completions last night but the reason he had it if you watch that game plan they were literally throwing the ball on the little bubble screens yeah. getting it out of his hands fast because they don't trust his offensive line we've just talked about the you know the numerical proof that he is getting the ball out of his hands more quickly than ever before. And again, not by design. It is a survival thing, not a scheme thing. Um, now, keep in mind, yet again, another week, another opportunity to remind listeners and to remind Bucks Nation that you're going to be second in the NFC South at the end of this weekend. Uh, either the Panthers or the Falcons are going to assume the top spot on Sunday, but you're not out of it. Uh, you, you have a losing record. You have what looks to be a losing uh, plan right now, but you can, in fact, come out on top. There is a lot to play for. Willie McGinnis says he doesn't know anyone better at making adjustments than Tom Brady. The adjustments that Thomas and MJ have just uh, delineated need to be made. Um, but Thomas, I want to finish with you on this. Is there, has there ever been a year in your career where on paper you had a team that should compete that should be competing for a divisional title, that should be competing for a playoff run and maybe a deep playoff run, and yet it just didn't happen. That for whatever reason, you knew early, you felt early, this isn't our year. Hard to identify, but easy to feel. Are there years like that for teams? You definitely have years like that, but as players, sometimes we always feel like we have an opportunity, that we feel like we can get things Every week fixed, is a new we chance. We feel like we can turn it around. Absolutely, yeah. we feel like that. And I can point to a season for us in Carolina where I absolutely felt like, 
you know, we had the football team to get the job done, and we were going to win the Super Bowl, and that was the 2016 season. After we had just had a 15-1 and season before, we think that, hey, we're going to go back, we're going to repeat this success, we're going to end up in the Super Bowl again, and we're going to win it. But the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, man. Mm-hmm. When people talk about it, you know, you start making some changes within your team. You don't have the same chemistry that you had the year before. And those were some of the things that we struggled with as a football team. We lost Josh Norman, um, which was our best corner at the time. And we lost a few other veteran players. So you, we didn't have the same kind of energy, the same kind of buzz. And we ended up missing the playoffs in 2016 because of that. Next up for the Bucks, Rams at home in week nine. They do get a back-to-back uh, home game, so there's a chance to right the wrong there. The Ravens will be in NOLA to take on the Saints in week nine. That is the Monday night game. Yes, Bucks, we're saying there's hope, <laughs> just not a lot of it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast with Thomas Davis and MJ Acosta-Ruiz, and now it is time for them to be joined by Adam Rank to make game picks for every remaining Week 8 game. You guys feeling confident about your picks? I know TD is. Yeah, I am for sure. <laughs> TD really is like that. That's a different vibe from you. You're like normally you're very kind of poker faced about this. He's in first place right now with our yeah. pick standing. Thomas right. leads the season mm-hmm. ranking so far, but MJ, you are not far behind. No. Adam Rank, of course, is hamstrung by his Bears fandom, so he that has no mean, chance. Yes. Deep breaths, make them good, guys. Take it away. 
Let's get going with Packers Bills. Rankster? You know, I thought this was a pretty easy one to pick. I'm going to yeah. take the Buffalo Bills 28-24 in this one. I think it's dangerous to sit there and just think that these veteran quarterbacks are going to be able to turn it around and get it going. We saw last night Tom Brady playing at home wasn't able to do it. And this week, Aaron Rodgers is calling out his teammates, saying that the guys who aren't playing well should sit the bench. Can't wait for Jordan Love to start. That's right, Aaron. Take a look oh. in the mirror. You've thrown more bounce passes than Kyrie <laughs> Irving. Like, sometimes it's you. Sometimes well, it is I, you. I got to go with the Bills on this, too, Rank. I, I agree with you. Aaron Rodgers, this team has not played in particularly well. Mm-hmm. You look at this defense, they're rated as the number one – ooh, fumbling over here. They're rated as the number one pass defense in the league, but that's because teams have had leads on them and they just run the football. When you look at the quarterbacks that they play, they play Justin Fields, they play – I mean, I love Justin Fields, but they played a young quarterback in Justin Fields. I'll say that. Then they played Zach Wilson and they just played Taylor Heineke. Like those are not world beaters at the quarterback position. So I'm not sold on that defense. I just feel like the Buffalo Bills has a high power offense and they can really blow this team out. I think the high powered is exactly the word there because I have the Bills putting up a 40 burger, 42 to 27. I guess we won't be gaining any ground here, ranked because we all picked the same team. All right. Next game is the final game in the UK this season. I don't know if you guys heard the reports. Ian mentioned it. Russell Wilson doing high knees on the flight to London. I get it. It's a long flight, but please, sir, relax. So guys like Justin Tucker throwing a little bit of shade at his in-flight activities. Take a listen. Let's let's talk to us a little bit, Jay Tuck. I mean, what do you what do you want to know? What what are we doing on the plane ride back home? I heard we're, I heard Lamar's leading us in high knees. Ravens flock, let's fly. <laughs> Unlimited. Oh, man. The shade, the shade, wow. Justin. Which is fair. I, listen, my listen. next flight, if somebody's doing high knees to the row, I'm blaming Russell Wilson. Right? Oh, you and know I there'll be a Broncos under eye treatments. That. Okay, so Broncos-Ravens, actually, by the way, week 13 in Baltimore. But week 8, the Broncos face the Jaguars. So who you got from London? Well, we always talk about our friends down in Duval County, but they're also London's team. I'm giving the Jags 25-21. I think Jacksonville's been playing a lot better than people are giving them credit for this season. But also... The inanity of Russell Wilson. Like, you're sitting there on a plane. You just want to sit. You're just, so mad. I just want to watch San Andreas <laughs> and not be bothered. Here comes Russell Wilson. And why do we know that Russell Wilson did this? Oh, because he told everybody. Like, every dude who does CrossFit won't shut up about it. <laughs> Russell, I was doing high needs. Like, okay, fine. Just do whatever. Yeah, right. I got to go. I got to agree with you on this. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars 23-14 to 14 on this one. I, I just haven't been sold on Russ in this offense. I love Russell Wilson as a player. I know what he brings to the table. I I had a a chance to play against him a lot when he was with Seattle, but I'm just not sold on what he's doing in Denver right now. And I don't even think that they're sold on what's going on. So it's it's Jaguars for me on this one, MJ. Yeah, as a petty frequent flyer, I think just out of principle, I'm going to pick the Jaguars. But also the Jaguars are very good across the pond. They have a huge fan base there as well. I have them taking this one 25 to 17. All right, Cardinals Vikings, Adam Rank. I hate to do this. Do you? Give me, give me the Vikings, 29-21. <laughs> no, they've been playing really well. And one of the things that we've seen out of Kirk Cousins is that 
He has not had a game this season where he's had over 300 passing yards or over three touchdowns. I think he does both in this one. We saw this Cardinals defense get dragged by Andy Dalton, of all people. I think Kirk Cousins has a great game. He's going to pull out his little spinner necklace. Oh, my God. It looks like John Cena's old spinner. But I know. I kind Shirt of tucked in. I, yeah, mm. jorts. The whole deal. All of it. Rank, the Arizona Cardinals have DeAndre Hopkins back. They do. You know, yeah. That makes Kyler Murray comfortable. Yeah. I know that's somebody he loves having back. You know, they traded for Robbie Anderson, you know, yeah. when they lost Brown last week. But I'm still going with Minnesota Vikings. Oh. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings, 20-17. I just love what Justin Jefferson has been doing all season long. I am a fan of Kirk Cousins. I know he catches a lot I of love, grief. I love him, yeah. This is not a primetime game, so I love that. Kirk Cousins in this game. <laughs> okay, you're like, I that's love fair. him, but not that's in primetime. Not very good in primetime. Uh, this pick, yes, they have been playing very well, and I just want to respond to the folks who have been screaming at us for seven weeks. You're not giving the Vikings their rightful respect. All right, here you go. I'm also taking the Vikings 27-21, so they better not disappoint, and they better lock this in. All right, Jimmy G versus Matthew Stafford. Sound familiar to you? This is how they compare head-to-head going back to 2021 regular season, folks. Very important to note that. Oh, James Richard Garoppolo. Three wins, 9.5 yards per attempt, 105.6 passer rating. Just saying, does pretty well. Does pretty well. So let's pick this one, gentlemen. Thomas, you start us off. Who you got? Niners Rams. MJ, I got to go with the Niners. As you saw that stat, they've been dominating this matchup. Add Christian McCaffrey. I know Debo Samuel's out, but Christian McCaffrey coming in, I think he's going to be a huge lift. We saw what he did against the Rams when Carolina just played him. I think he's going to be even better in this game with Kyle Shanahan's offense. So I'm going with the 49ers in this one, 24-14, right? No, I agree with you. 26-24, 49ers. They call this a rivalry, but it's one-sided, like the rivalry between my four-year-old and his bedtime. It should be more even, but no. (laughs) The four-year-old dominates it every time. The last time he went to bed was on time was during the NFC Championship game, which coincidentally was the last Ooh. time the Rams won this one. Okay. <laughs> I like it. It's still Ooh. a close one, though. You've got it still within close. two points. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Niners as well. I think the absence of Debo Samuel does not sway me here. I think Brandon Ayuk is going to step up. And, of course, CMC is going to have a very good game. 27-21. Steelers-Eagles is next. MJ, my Super Bowl representative for the NFC. They're still undefeated. Still in it. It's a battle of the state, and we know who's going to win this game. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles, though, in a big way, 31-17. I just feel like this Pittsburgh team has a lot that they need to figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really think that they're sold on who's going to be their quarterback. Kenny Pickett in the lineup, going back, shuffling back and forth. But one thing I do know is George Pickens has been phenomenal as a rookie. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play well, but the Eagles are a dominant team. No, absolutely. I, along with you, I had the Eagles as the representative for the NFC in the Super Bowl, so it should be no surprise that I'm picking them to win this game. 34-29. What a time to be a Philadelphia sports <laughs> yeah. fan. You got the Eagles. You got you got uh, the, the Phillies in the World yeah. Series. You just got Bobby Quinn. There's rumors swirling that Alvin Kamara could be there. I can't. This is the be best crazy, it's been yeah. in Philadelphia since ECW's one-night stand in 2005, which is which is. Yeah, four people got that. That's all. I played to an audience of four. The blue <laughs> meanie. The blue meanie is watching this. So quickly to your, it's to okay. your jokes. It's fine. All ranks are never changed. I'm all right, on. Eagles. I love this for you. I really do. 32-21. The Eagles remain perfect for now. Only for now. For now.
But yes, they do get this one for sure. Giants, Seahawks, TD. MJ, early in the season, I did not believe in this team, mm. but they have made me a believer because so it? many of my losses have come from not picking <laughs> this team. I would not make that mistake again. I'm going with the Giants. The Giants are going to win this game. Yes, in the upset. upset. The Giants are going to upset. It's, it's kind of crazy to think that I'm saying that a team that has a better record is right. going to upset the other team. I but know, the Giants true. are going to upset the Seattle Seahawks, and I have that game 20-17 to 17 because none of the Giants games have been by more than a touchdown. That's true. No, they've been very close. And it's so true. Like, picking against the Giants has been a fool's errand. You're an absolute lunatic. If you pick against the Giants, so give me the Seahawks. 24-20. <laughs> I have to. Again, this is this is nothing against the Giants, who are playing very well. We love Brian Dable. We love the way Daniel Jones has been playing. The only thing that kind of swayed me in this one Ooh. is that the Giants had to go down and play in Jacksonville last week. Now they're going across the country once again to go play in Seattle. I think that's tough. And there's a bye week looming. They got a little bit of senioritis, so I think that the Giants might be caught napping here. But they're still a very good team. Don't get upset. But the DK Metcalf factor got me to him. Look at Marquise Goodwin, Bears legend. (laughs) One point came there for you, Rankster. I was over at SoFi and saw the Seahawks go up against the Chargers. There's just something. Geno's got a little twinkle in his eye. Huh? I'm going to tell you guys that. I saw it firsthand. Okay. I have the Seahawks 23 to 20. Ooh, there you go. Just a couple more points than you, Rankster, getting this one. All right, you gave us a little taste of Uh-oh. upset alert, but the upset. full thing is coming right after the Uh-oh. break. Let's get into who's on upset alert this week in Patriots, Jets. Thomas, start us off. MJ, I've been riding this Jets wave mm-hmm. for the last three or four weeks. You have. They lost Brees Hall. That took a lot out of their game plan for me. And they're going against Bill Belichick, oh my. who for some reason just can't lose against the Jets. So I'm going with the Patriots, and I'm going 14 to 7 with the uh, Patriots winning. Uh, Patriots winning this game. Okay. Uh, yeah. 14 I, to 7, low scoring. Low scoring game, good defensive game. No, I agree with all that as well. And I know last week the uh, the Patriots. I'm gonna go Patriots 21-20 in this one. I I, I think yeah, it's a little. I I know the Jets. Zach Wilson's on borrowed time. Like, I get it. You're winning a bunch of games. You've been relying on Brees Hall, but he is not there anymore. I don't think you're going to be able to run on this team like the Bears did because Justin Fields set up the run. Zach Wilson's not going to be able to do that. So, last week, the Bears were able to hold off the the Belichick from from passing off of Air Hallis, but you you can't this um, I'm sorry. I'm for Clemp. Yeah, just I don't it. know. There's something real weird, spooky, upside down going on in New England. I'm going to ride with the Jets. 17 to 12. Oh, okay. In an okay. upset. What? Remember, Come on. Jets fan here. You don't right, have Jets. to do this. Don't let me. You don't have, not, not like this. Stay. Stay with us. More importantly, Bears Cowboys. We'll get to you Don't in go second. in the barn. TD, who you got? MJ, I think this is going to be the game where we really get to see what Dak Prescott is all about once again. Mm-hmm. This is his, essentially his second game of the season because I'm not going to count the first one. He missed too many weeks, but he had the opportunity to watch Cooper Rush. The Bears are a great opponent. What better way to come back if you're Dak Prescott than to play against Detroit and then come and play against the Chicago Bears? Yeah, right. Listen, right. yeah, but I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys in this one in a big win, 27 to 10, right? You know what? Sometimes, Come Thomas, on, right? I just got to no, I just gotta admit, when you make great points, you make great points. When you're right, you're right. But you're absolutely wrong in this sense right here. Did you not learn what happened on Monday night? 
the Chicago Bears, once you start dialing up the plays for Justin Fields, he is nearly, I get that I'm a little bit of a homer. You know, it's not a homer. When you look at this Bears defense in the second half this season, they have allowed a passer rating of just over 50 to opposing quarterbacks. And if Kellen Moore can kind of resist temptation to throw the football, then they've got a little bit of a chance. But you know what? He can't. He can't help himself. And that is why the Bears are going to win this one. That homer button got stuck there for a second. No, no, no. It's okay. You're not going to drown me out. Uh, As much as I loved that for you last week, I'm going with the Cowboys 30-20 to in this one. We got Commanders, Colts, TD. Uh, Who you taking? Taylor Heineke, man, my former teammate. I love what Heineke brings to this teammate. I mean, to this team. And... (laughs) When you look at the coach, there's some dissension in that locker room. They don't know who they want their quarterback to be. They're going with Ellinger. I don't like what's happening right now for the coach. So I'm going with the Commanders in a big win, 24 to 10 Commanders. And yet they're the upset here. (laughs) It is very strange. I'm actually going to go with the Colts, 25-20 in this one, just because I just can't imagine a world where the Commanders are on a three game winning streak. That just does not, it doesn't compute. I can't understand it. Right by the way, it just, there's something about it. Like they're not that team, but we've seen some backup quarterbacks come in and be very successful. As a matter of fact, I have even more reason why you should like Sam Ellinger this week, but you know what? You're going to have to wait for the hot sauce for that one. Oh, that's called a tease in the TV business. I like that rank. Well played. Uh, I am going with the commanders 18 to 15, slightly lower scoring game uh, in the upset. That scream this week was is the upset. I don't know. I thought I was picking. Panthers, Falcons, our last one here, Thomas. Listen, I was swayed, and I didn't be the homer last yes. week when I should have been when my Panthers went out and whooped the Bucks. The one week. So, I, listen, MJ, I would not get it wrong this week. P.J. Walker <laughs> is going to lead us to a victory, and I'm going with the Carolina Panthers 18-13 to 13 in this upset victory. <laughs> I'll be a homer today, but you're going to call me a winner after this hey. week. You know, Panthers, Falcons for first place in the NFC South. You know what? I'm going to take the Falcons. 23-20 to in this contest. And one of the reasons why Atlanta's been very good this season. They've been in a lot of competitive games. Last week was the first time they really got blown out. So I'm kind of impressed. What I'm not impressed with is Arthur Smith not throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts and Drake London. I almost want you to lose because of that. But at some (laughs) point, I feel like they're going to get that correct. All right. I'm right there. See, we do agree sometimes. Rank, I do have the Falcons taking this one as well. Okay. 25 to 20, and this is probably why um, TD starts to pull away from us just oh, a little bit. This is bit. where we catch up. Or this, this is where, this we, is where we catch up. Together. This is where I take off. And we do agree on other games as well. Check it out. Our unanimous picks here. We are all in on the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Raiders, and the Titans getting dubs this weekend. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. We interrupt this broadcast for a moment of gentle genius, a study in, well, study. Cynthia Freeland, good at math, has an algorithm worth countless millions, and yet she's giving it to us for free. What a country. MJ, Sin, take it away. Predicts the points presented by FanDuel. All right, Sin, exact numbers. You know how got it goes. Packers Bills over under 46 and a half points in that one. Okay, so I have the Bills winning 29 to 19, which adds up to 48, which is more points than you expect. I think maybe the people who make that number, they discount the fact that I think the Packers will come out a little bit more fiery. We have seen some fast starts, so more points than you might expect, but a big Bills win. Okay. Get Giants Seahawks. There's a lot of debate over this one. Over under 44 and a half points. Hotly contested. I Hot. love it. I have 24 to 22. Giants win 46 points. So that would be another one that's more favorable. Dang, that means TD is right by your calculations. All right, Dolphins Lions over under 51 and a half points. This one surprised me, but I have your team beating my team, so the Dolphins win 26 to 24. Lions just don't keep up their end of the bargain with all of the scoring we used to see them doing. Yep. But there's just too many people on the injury report for the Lions. I don't think that the neither team will have to score as many points. So fewer right. points than that now. Still a close game. I like Still that. Still a close right, game. Sin, your team wins. That. <laughs> so we want to do a little trick-or-treating player edition. All right, so trick-or-treat, Sin. Jalen Hurts will have more than 227 pass yards and 50 rush yards against the Steelers. Okay, so how about one of each here? Because I like it. he's going to be a trick, meaning more passing yards than that. I have 241. But he's going to be a trick when it comes to rushing yards. I only have 49. Why? I think this is a Miles Sanders uptick game. Look at the matchups. You're better off targeting that Steelers secondary through the air and let someone else run it. You're going to need to – there's no more bye week, right? You, the bye week's done. you got to get out there. Full steam ahead from here on out. All right, trick or treat. Daniel Jones will have more than 200 pass yards. He'll have 227, which oh. makes him – a treat. So good game. And two touchdowns along with one interception. This is, this is an interesting game. I think uh-huh. that we're going to see a nice maybe one Dale Robinson touchdown. Don't target those corners. Keep it in the middle of the field. That's where Daniel Jones likes to do his damage through the air. And of course on the ground too, just like you're watching him run there. 29 rush yards too. Yeah, he's gotten much better at that. 
that being mobile, hasn't he? All right, let's keep the NFC East thing going with Scary Terry. Perfect. Trick or treat. Terry McLaurin, 59 receiving yards. Despite the spooky music, he too <laughs> is a treat. I have 60 receiving yards for him in this matchup. You saw what happened with Taylor Heineke last week, and you saw how he got the better of Jair Alexander, who's one of the best corners in the entire league. So in this matchup, I still think another Terry McLaurin game script, lots of targets, lots of good fantasy points for you, lots of candy for you, lots of lots of treats. All right, so if we were going to Josh Jacobs' house trick-or-treating, okay. he would be the person giving out the full-size candy bars because he put up 30-something points for me in fantasy last week. Trick or treat, 85 rush yards. Okay, well, if you put it at 85 rush yards, then he is a trick. 74 rush yards, a rushing touchdown. Now, the 17 receiving yards and those PPR points, He's still going to be a treat for you overall for fantasy purposes, but when it comes to 85 rush yards, that one is going to be a trick. However, it's still going to be a nice big day for him. Oh, I hope it's more than that. I really hope. But maybe he gave out all the full-size candy bars last week. I'll just take that and go. We interrupt this podcast. Wow, so many interruptions. For a moment of fantasy flexibility, because as much as you would like to slot Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert into your lineup this week. You can't. They're on a bye. It's time for a new plan. It's time for a helping of hot sauce. Fantasy hot sauce from Adam Rank. I want to hear some noise for the hot sauce. And we're going to we're going to find some quarterbacks who will help you through the doldrums of losing Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert this week. And we'll start with mild Maybe not so flavorful, but mild. Jared Goff. Stop yes, it, Jared Goff no. going up against the Miami Dolphins Stop this it. week. Now, here's the thing. Miami Dolphins do not play very well on the road, probably because they don't want to leave Miami. Nope. And they're going to Detroit, which is probably even worse. Hey, but they've hey, allowed. Hey, 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 hey. Easy. I don't, no disrespect. It's a beautiful stadium. It is really not. But here's my thing. The <laughs> Dolphins have given up an average of 35 points per game on the road this season. Jared Goff's got Amon Ross St. Brown back. He's got Swifty back. There is an opportunity for them to score a lot of points. Lose, like they always do, but hey. score a lot of points. All right, oh, let's get spicy. Frank. Let's get, I know, listen. Awful. Let's get spicy. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, who last Thursday said all these Thursday games have been low scoring and very banal. I'm going to spice them up. Not only scoring points for my team, I'm going to score points for the other team. This week, he's going up against the Las Vegas Raiders, who have allowed the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks this season. In fact, the Raiders have allowed an average of 25, or excuse me, 24 points, like you would have been able to check, 24 <laughs> points per game. Like, like MJ would have been like, no, actually, that's 25. I, I would have. No, I, I would have. I'm not talking to you. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. This is Stump the Band. Here's my thing. Andy Dalton, if you're looking for a quarterback, you can get him into your lineup. All right, let's better. go. El okay. Diablo. Better, better. El Diablo. No, no, I'm sorry. Three alarm. Three alarm. Three alarm, everybody. Sorry. False sorry. Alarm. Getting False ahead alarm. of myself. Sam Ellinger. No. Sam Ellinger. I said a moment ago, the Washington Commanders, I'm not buying it. You are not a three consecutive win team. You have allowed the quarterbacks to finish in the top 10 of fantasy points allowed this season. There is no way that I'm not going to pick you. And here's the thing. Whenever you have a running quarterback who has not played in the NFL, they do not know how to stop him. There is a reason why so many backup quarterbacks this season have been so successful. It's because they don't have tape on them. You think Jack Del Rio is ready to start or stop Sam Ellinger? He is not. So if you need a replacement this week, I am telling you, it doesn't seem right. And it also works out well for Jonathan Taylor as well. 
but that's Sam Elegant. Oh. All right, Ghost Pepper. Oh, Ghost Pepper. Are you ready for Ghost Pepper? Yes. Do you think, have you signed the waiver for yes. Ghost Pepper? Because I'm going to be talking about Malik Willis. Yes, that's right. We heard the report from Ian Rappaport. He said that Ryan Tannehill did not practice today, which means Malik Willis could be the quarterback this weekend. And if he is, he needs to be in your lineup. Derrick Henry has scored seven touchdowns in his last three games against the Texans. He is averaging 40 points per game against the Texans. Now you get a quarterback with the RPO. They're going to be so keyed in on stopping Derrick Henry that Malik Willis himself will rush for 100 yards. So again, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes this week, if you don't have Justin Herbert, and you're looking over the waiver wire, and you're going to pick up Daniel, don't, Daniel Jones, who's going to disappoint you, what I want you to do, pick up Malik Willis. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a hot sauce. That is a hot sauce for a Friday. Let's go. And finally, one message for two NFL players from two NFL analysts. The message is simple. Make me look good. MJ, who are you talking to? Quinnen Will Man, I need his Quinnen middle name. Quinnen Williams. Williams. You know he's got an amazing middle name. We'll get that at some Gang point. Gangrene leader of that front four, Quinnen Williams, who, man, he, he must have enjoyed himself against the Packers. He got to Mr. Aaron Rodgers a couple of times. TD, you know that kind of a day when you get to one of your one of the guys that you always circle as one of those guys you want to sack. Quinnen Williams got to Rodgers twice. Can he do the same this week against, well, the question is, who is it against? Is it Mac Jones or is yeah. it uh, Bailey Zappi? Very confusing. No uh, listen, Quinnen Williams has taken a lot of heat since entering the league. So I'm, one, happy for him to see the way he has been balling out this season. But he is absolutely, absolutely going to go off this game. I would if I was going up a Patriots team that has a many, many question marks yes. in their quarterback um, slot. But also, he has been just straight bulldozing people this season. As physical as it gets, which is exactly what you want from a man in this position, I've, I'm very excited for him, and I think it's going to be um, a very good week. The guy, uh, TD, that Quinn and Williams reminds me the most of right now, just in terms of, again, that kind of all 22, mm -hmm. you watch what happens in the trenches, and you see this large man bulldozing his way through. He reminds me on his day of, dare I say, number 99 across the street, oh. Aaron Donald. That's high praise. I love it. I love that pick, MJ. And Quentin Williams is a yeah. guy that literally coming out of Alabama, he had a lot of expectations. He didn't play that much at Alabama. He he had one year where he was the starter, where he was the man, and he turned that one year into a top 10 pick. So I think that really speaks to the level of talent that this kid had. But it also speaks to the fact that he's still growing. He's still maturing. He's still learning the game. Um, especially on the NFL level, and he's he's showing it in a big way that he's learned a lot, and he's going to come out, and I think he's going to have another dominant performance like MJ talked about. Like, the thing that allowed me to know Quentin Williams had really turned the corner when you saw the game on the sideline where he was going back at it with the coach, and he showed so much passion and so much determination. During the break in the action, as the Jets' Quentin Williams was sharing his opinion, players got in between. A little difference of opinion. And I think that really spoke to, you know, this, this kid is about winning right now, and he's showing that in a big way. Okay, Q, we know you're listening. You heard it from MJ Acosta-Ruiz. You have one directive this week. Make her look good. Thomas Davis, you get the last word on this. Who are you talking to? 
I am going with P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker, Philip Walker. Uh, okay, they say that faith is the belief in things unseen. Uh, have you seen enough from P.J. Walker to even make this declaration? You know what I saw? I saw a kid take advantage of an opportunity when the season came around and the Panthers went out and they drafted Matt Carroll out of Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yes, sir. They drafted him out of Ole Miss. It was not slated for P.J. Walker to be on this team because especially when they made the trade for Baker Mayfield. Now you have Baker Mayfield, you have Sam Donald, and you have a kid that you just drafted. P.J. was supposed to be the right. man He was out. kind of that fourth guy Literally, who would probably was, not make the final roster when he got to 53. not supposed to make the final roster, but what, like you said, Faith had it. Two guys get injured. P.J. is thrust into a position, and then Baker Mayfield goes down. Now he has to go in. And they had a game the week prior where they went out. He was the starter versus the Rams and literally he didn't throw a pass over five yards because they didn't have trust and they didn't have faith in him. Well, the coaches went back, they watched that game, they changed the game plan, and they say, hey, PJ, we're going to put the ball in your hand and we're going to allow you to be a playmaker. And what did he do? He dropped dimes over and <laughs> over and over against that Bucks defense, and he showed everybody why he deserved to be the starter. Walker, the shotgun snap, throwing for the end zone. Moore is there. He makes the catch. Did he stay in bounds? He did! Touchdown, Carolina! Now, I just need P.J. to go out and follow that performance with another great performance and make me look good. Just be my guy like you were last week and just make this Panther team in as number one in the division after this week. Join us Monday when we answer one question from every Week 8 game. And for the first time this season, we will see who is posing in the playoff picture and who could photobomb the entire deal. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.